grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. Aaron. Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? I try to wait for when you guys might do it now. Welcome in to episode number 17 in honor of the 17-time 24-7 champ, R-Truth. Welcome into episode number 17 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone, and Brandon Linton, the main event, vent, 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 will join us a little bit later on. Hello. Somebody is providing us a bit of feedback. I don't know wow. who that is. I have no idea who that was. Oh, no, you don't? You don't know who that was? Brandon Linton from Ramstead Live? zero. Not certain zero idea. who's responsible for that insane... What, are you plugging in an electric guitar for an upcoming performance? <laughs> Jesus. It was, it was the feedback from my uh, shredding career. Oh, my God. That was crazy. All right. Uh, yeah, AJ will join us a little bit later on. Um, speaking... I have an... I can't believe... Like we don't, we don't. I don't have anywhere to write about professional wrestling, so I'm I'm not going to do it. But I would like to do like a small essay at some point during the course of this show about a topic that really struck me that won't surprise any of you, but I feel really strongly about it um, after watching some things from the past week. So at some point, please remind me that I wanted to do a short essay uh, on this show. But we got a lot to get to. Obviously, it was a busy week in the world of professional wrestling. Um, I have two big things that I want to address right out of the shoot. And Aaron, because you're the only one of us that only has one segment in us this week, mm-hmm. I'm going to defer to you. Do you want to start with NXT or do you want to start with the absolute fucking batshit insane way that they're burning Daniel Bryan's perfect goddamn <laughs> heel turn? Well, hold on. First and of all, I, I believe you guys way. need to... Oh, you guys owe me an apology. No, I don't owe you an apology because it's not about you. This isn't about me telling you you're wrong. It's about me saying it's fucking insane. And it is. It's <laughs> bullshit. It's awful. It's the dumbest thing that you could ever possibly well, do. I also have hold to up. give it to Aaron for seeing this coming a mile away. Oh, like, yeah. He's no, no, no. fucking called this, this like a month and ago. And again, this always goes back. <laughs> we should always assume the worst. We should <laughs> always assume that no matter how dumb it is, they'll do dumber. This is as dumb as it gets. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's just let's start with this. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's start with this. Okay. Um, I'm going to now. See, I, I I can't do this anymore. I always like to say, well, you know, there's a chance that WWE could be doing this thing where they're not actually teaming Roman and Daniel Bryan together, and Daniel Bryan's still going to be a heel, and it's just you know Harper and Rowan running over everybody. But no, it's very clearly going that way. So I'm not going to give them that benefit of the <laughs> doubt. fucking no, they don't get that. atrocious. I want to just give a quick recap of what's happened here, okay? <laughs> perfect, perfect Daniel Bryan heel turn. Has did anybody debate that in any way? It's one of the better executed no, heel we, turns in the history we, of professional wrestling. We talked about how striking it was that 
Daniel Bryan was going into WrestleMania and no one was cheering Daniel Bryan. Even though we love Daniel Bryan, it was so good that no one was and cheering Daniel Bryan. And helped generate one of the great WrestleMania moments of all time because of how perfectly executed this heel turn was. We're all in agreement, right? Yes. They yes. do this thing to introduce Rowan. Fine. I think we're all... I think everybody was fine with that. I think everybody is on board with the idea that Rowan should be a thing. Mm-hmm. They burn... <laughs> The, the the SummerSlam match! Like, the one! Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns is a fucking main event level SummerSlam match. It is as good as anything you could ask for. They burn it. Maybe they'll get to it at some point. I have no godly clue if we'll ever get back to it. We have no Daniel Bryan match at all on multiple pay-per-views no roman reigns match on SummerSlam. all to get to daniel bryan and roman reigns are buddy cops for no reason whatsoever i don't know i have no idea what to say Defend any we all we all said i also i think we talked about this either last week or the week before when aaron brought this up again and i said I'm scared that's what they're going to do now. Of course you're scared it's what they're going to do. And now they're fucking doing it. And I'm like, I can't believe... At at this point, which would be worse? Them going this direction or them saying, no, this is a swerve. We're relegating Rowan and Harper to Daniel Bryan's goons. I'm not sure which... Oh, no, that's... I'd be fine with that. Yeah, that's... I don't know how you're even debating that. That's absolutely Well, okay, okay. Now, when I said it out loud, I realized, no, there's clearly one. But even that I would hate because I think they've actually done a decent job of making Rowan and Harper things to relegating them to goons again would kind of suck. See, I don't think putting them with him just relegates them to goons. I think... It would, though. With the way WWE works... with, With the way WWE works, it would. You know it would. But, but but right now, well, they're doing on. a lot of other things and other facets of the company that would suggest that they can pull that off well, if without Well, if you're talking about NXT, that's fair. But I would also throw in, like, do you think the New Day are Kofi Kingston's goons? Well, it's a heel it's a heel stable. Or face stable versus heel stable, for one. When okay, have they ever had three... Do you think the Undisputed Era are Adam Cole's goons? NXT is... NXT is different. I don't. But the NXT writer different. is writing SmackDown right now. No, I don't. I don't. I still don't disagree with Aaron that I, I'm willing to dismiss NXT in, in in this equation. I'm like I'm willing to give you that, but I also would say that I, if, I, if you're going to reveal Daniel Bryan as an overall mastermind of this and having it, then you're probably doing it as it's going to be Daniel Bryan as goons. History has has said that way. Okay, but it's possible I, if you can Rowan elevate and, them, I'm okay with it. But when but, Rowan and Daniel Bryan were a tag team, they let Rowan get over. In the tag team. But Rowan was still very much Daniel Bryan. But Daniel Bryan took all the heat and Rowan would win the matches. That's fine, but Dan, it was Daniel Bryan. You, know, you can even say that, but they didn't do that. You can say that all you want. They presented they it. This, this, whole, this whole turn is because Eric Rowan said, you always viewed me at, basically as your muscle, as your goon. Yeah, then, 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 then Daniel Bryan told the truth, which is that that isn't, that isn't what they did. But that's what they're presenting now, is that this whole, one of the big reasons this is presenting is because it was Daniel Bryan and then Eric Rowan. It well, was Daniel Bryan that Eric, lie Eric are Rowan. saying that, yes. No, dude, I mean, that's definitely how they were presented. Eric Rowan, did Eric Rowan get any mic time? Like not much until obviously. No, but the he's last never yes. talked in history. It was career. it was very much presented wait, Daniel you... Bryan and his muscle. Wait, wait. It was very much presented. But wait, way. let me let me take a step back for a second here. What do you think that Daniel Bryan or that Eric Rowan and Luke Harper are going to do the two of them without Daniel Bryan that they couldn't Correct. do with Daniel Bryan? I, 
I think they could be a thing. Like I've been but, waiting for Luke Harper to be a thing for a long time. We talked about together. this when the rumors. Were, I, I, but that, I agree that Luke like, Harper should be a star. But you think that that's going to happen with the two of them I, hanging I, out together? It's only going to happen hope, if I'm Daniel hoping. Bryan is involved. That's the See, only but way. I, I think Daniel Bryan takes the shine off of them. If he's no, involved. you're so wrong about this. This is the, he puts the you, shine you on Luke, them. He puts is, the shine Luke, on them. Is Luke Harper These guys wouldn't it? be anywhere near the main event if they weren't working with the people they're working well, let's with be right fair. now. Hang on a second. But they should be. That's the thing. They but should be. They have the talent. They, can... they have the ability. If they push in as main eventers, Luke Harper can be a goddamn main eventer. I don't disagree with that, and we've talked about that a lot. But the problem is, I don't believe that's what's happening here. Neither like, do. Neither do I. And that's, and that's why. And that's why I don't think this conversation. I, I like. I think you're like again. If you're frustrated I, I'm about going Luke, down wish fulfillment again. I yeah, if you're frustrated that. about Luke Harper, I get that. But I think that's a completely different subject than what we're talking about right now. Yes. Like I. I don't think I, there's anything I think different. Positioned where they could though, and that's what has me excited. And I know they won't. But it has me excited right now because they could, because they positioned themselves to do it if they I mean, wanted. To. Look, I thought let's all be fair. The Bludgeon Brothers were rock stars. I mean, they fucking ran through everyone at a time where the SmackDown tag division was as good as any tag division has ever been, and the Bludgeon Brothers were fucking destroying everything in the process. So and then they just lost to New Day for no reason. Well, I mean, well because of the injury, right? Because they, yeah, correct. I mean, that, like that was. I, I mean, mean you, you could say that they were. No they reason. were goo- they were goof they were a little bit goofy was the problem and now they're not goofy yes. they've taken the goofiness away and this could well, be hang- really really good I don't I mean you're saying they're goofy because they had costumes on like because uh, no no yes. I'm with Aaron on this they were goofy and it wasn't going to work the, and like, the it, it was it was I fine mean, dude, for the, for fucking, the tag picture and stuff they were yes, but it wasn't a main event thing like no. Luke Harper was never going to get to the main event being a blood I just ball. don't but I don't see why you think that's going to be different right now I really don't I, see that I don't I see don't wh- think it I hope it because they positioned it where it could be okay, if but, they choose yes, to go that way I, I agree with him in this sense like they and I think we said this on our text this week they if they make these guys, actually this is just me and Aaron talking I think but if they make these guys what they're doing right you now guys, like, which is just on the side beating, this is weird. they're actually human beings but they're beating the shit out of people they're not fake monster characters or whatever this is a has much longer legs than what they were doing before Maybe. as far as singles careers go Maybe but again do you see why would the two of them feel the need to buddy up with each other if they're both going to be pursuing singles things. Like, tell me the the the, the scenario. No, no, no. That, that no. I, I'm with you. That doesn't make. I'm just saying if if it goes down the road where Harper leaves the company, Rowan will be left in good shape from this versus Bludgeon Brothers and Luke Harper leaves the company. Okay. I mean, again, we're talking about really specific things, though. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I. I I, I, I hear you to some extent. I, I hear think it's you. the beginning of the right move for these guys, but they still have a lot of work to do. And I, I don't I still don't see in any scenario in which any of that is different if they're with Daniel Bryan. Like I I'm just, just talking about their characters. Like they, well, I mean, again, if what you're saying is you, positive change if you the think it's better for them to do be this than to be the Bludgeon Brothers, I don't know that I disagree with that, but I still don't understand if they're going to be this what the difference is between them doing it versus doing it with Daniel Bryan. That's the part that I'm struggling with. Like, I don't see how they're in a better spot doing what they're doing right now with without Daniel Bryan than they would be with Daniel Bryan. No, That's they're the not, part. and right. we agree about that. They're in much better in a much better spot with Daniel Bryan. That's why every heel, every faction ever has had one focal point guy. There's no faction in the history of wrestling other than maybe the New Day, where the guys have been looked at as equals, ever. I mean, can you think of one? Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, the right. There dis- isn't the right to censor. It was a real no, even that had Stephen Richards. You think like Stephen Richards yeah, was right. the guy in the right to censor? I think Bull Buchanan was really the guy. Stephen Richards I mean, the just four didn't horsemen really talk had no. their focal point. The, yeah, you know, evolution I, had their focal yes. point, even though it, it broke off. I just I like the idea of the positioning right now. If you have these, if if you do this, they won't do this. So you're right. It's a silly argument, but you could do this, where you put Luke Harper and Eric Rowan on the level individually of a Daniel Bryan or a Roman Reigns. I, and it's what I want to see, and they could do it if they choose. They're not going right. to, though. I, so I, you're I, right. With that not an option, you're right. It's better Okay, but all this is still silly because they're clearly not doing anything with Daniel Bryan either. They're clearly doing the thing where Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns are going to be buddy cops, um, right. which is just the, the height of stupidity, and it has, there is no sense to it other than... Is, and this is there is, any way they're smart enough to have the depth of character... With Daniel Bryan, which they've already sort of set up, where he's crazy enough to take this beating as part of a deception. Someone's no. going to argue it, yes. There yeah, is going to be someone in that room who is going to argue it. And, and they've already concern, done the work with the character. Yes, I and, and, and my concern is my concern is Vince is going to go, no, you have two guys they love. Let's put them together. Right. Well, I'm, I'm more concerned Fox said that. And that's why this is happening. Okay, is like I don't, I don't think, I don't think. See, as much as we talk about, Fox, I don't think Fox cares about the individual storylines. No, they no, no. no. The I'm people. saying they said they want Daniel Bryan in the yes champ. Right? Do they want? Do they want another face. top face? Oh. And that's a fair question. That could be something that that's, Fox. Okay. You know, right? Like, and I don't know. We don't know that. We're speculating, but I absolutely think that it's worthy of conversation, uh, Brandon. Yeah. It's something that Fox would have and, said. Any any time a sudden storyline changes to do something more TV friendly, it has to be asked at this point. Of it's, course, absolutely must be asked. The other question is do we know that all of these people are all going to be in the same show i mean like that's the no, other part of this conversation that that's the one part of this conversation that ends up being awkward look everything they've done is insane this is insane what they've done and if there was any really world is. in which they were ever going to do this again how in the fuck did you fuck up having roman reigns versus daniel bryan at SummerSlam? like how there's your some, second biggest show of the year there are so many colossal fuck-ups that we can point to and like i bring up like they at least still had a kevin owens chris jericho <laughs> match sure it wasn't like the match that it should have been but at least they had the match right like could you imagine them never having that match oh my god <laughs> this is insane <laughs> They built a show around the storyline and never gave us the match. <laughs> and well, they, to, they well, made wait, it. To, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> they never told us on TV that Daniel Bryan w- was part of this. What the, he was, <laughs> this is the most insane thing I've ever heard. They, they teased the rain, Bryan. Like, even... No, but like, thing, would we I, have, I would it, we no, have no, thought no, that no, if right. we didn't I read it on the internet, though? Do you know no, what I'm saying? No, no, they, no one on the internet. Don't forget. The second they pointed towards Brian, I said it wasn't Brian. But the that's whole internet the said it was Daniel Brian. But they See, but kept the thing. putting but, him but back the, in. You're it. Right. They very specifically did this in a way where it was wasn't going to be Daniel Bryan. But that doesn't mean you don't have the match. Like that's you the still insane have the match. part. You made the featured part. You built your entire television show around Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns for weeks and never had the match. What like, is going on? When, when Austin got run over, we went a lot of different places before we got to Triple H, but Austin had matches with all of those people. Right. That is true. true. Like, that, all of those things occurred. If you wanted to drag this out for a long time and finally get to Eric Rowan and it's your way to build up Eric Rowan, fine. Like, that's fine. But you don't put out Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns 
particularly when neither of them had a match on SummerSlam. <laughs> it was really weird. And then just say, we're not going to do it. <laughs> like, this is the... Th- I, I don't know that they've... They, I, I mean, like, this is hyperbole, so I can't... Like, yeah. this ranks up among the most insane things that have ever happened. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to do the hyperbolic thing and say it's the most insane thing, because Lord knows. I mean, but, Christ. Well, but, but seriously, if you just think about this from a business perspective, forget the creative stuff. WWE will had a marquee match at SummerSlam and chose not to do it. It would have been a, a main event match at any WrestleMania for the last decade. <laughs> they had it. And they just said, eh, we're good. We're going to do something else. Like, what the fuck is going on? Am I taking crazy pills? And again, as we said at the time, like, SummerSlam was fine. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like this ruined SummerSlam. But it's just so fucking bizarre that we have to stop and pause and acknowledge how goddamn bizarre this whole thing is. This is insane. (laughs) Which, going back to Brandon's point, like, it's so insane that the only logical thing is they are doing like th- this is Daniel Bryan's ploy and they're doing it down the road because there's no way they just decided you, not you, to do you it. You have to pr- right. uh, again, other than the, the scenario that, that that we brought up, which is that they wanted to do something. They got down the road with a, a long term. I can't believe I'm using these words because this is not normally the way that we think this. They had a long term plan in mind and someone in a stu- suit stepped in and said, uh, the thing about your long term plan is we don't want that. And we need to make sure that we pop numbers immediately when that show debuts on Fox. And this is what we're going to do. And Listen, so I know I know we don't make a habit out of reading dirt sheet things on here. But I want to read this to you because this is very pertinent to the conversation we're having. And it scares the shit out of me. Who's it, who's it from? <laughs> Meltzer. Okay. According to... <laughs> I can't even read this without laughing. I don't know what you're going to say. According to Dave Meltzer, Harper's return was decided on Friday before Clash of Champions. (laughs) Apparently he'd been been training for a return to the ring for at least a few weeks, so he was ready. As noted, WWE took extra steps to keep Harper's return a secret, and they kept his name off the format sheet and was kept hidden. Harper and Rowan are set to team up to face Reigns and Daniel Bryan, likely at Hell in the Cell, according to Meltzer. (laughs) (laughs) It was noted that WWE brought Harper back because Rowan needed a tag team partner for this feud. (laughs) Here's the the scariest thing about it. There's no way. No, of course, all of that is totally viable. Are you ready for the last sentence? And then when I read this last sentence, I expect Glenn to scream very loud. There's no word yet on if WWE still has plans for the original outcome of the storyline, which was Reigns versus Bryan. I mean, I, I can't even scream because that's like, yes, it's very clear. That's exactly what we're thinking. It's very clear. <laughs> like this is where we are. Every this... every word you just read exactly sounds like how it played out. Like, like the, I, I, that's exactly what I believe. I, I, I like, I just can't believe what I'm, and I can't believe that there isn't more like. Sh- I guess I can't. No, I guess the answer is nobody can be shocked because how can we be shocked by anything anymore, right? right? Like it's exactly and that's, what we believe happened, and that's the reason why nobody's shocked by it or screaming about it. Like I feel like I'm living on this island where I'm like, am I watching the same thing everybody else is watching? Plus, Did, we're, we're getting Luke Harper back, and everyone's and happy right, about and everybody's that. good with again. Right. That's the problem with this. We like Eric Rowan. We like Luke Harper. We're good with all of that. 
And I, Daniel Bryan will be fine at whatever Daniel Bryan does because Daniel Bryan is fucking Daniel Bryan, right? Like, and Roman Reigns is going to be fine because Roman Reigns is going to be fine. Nobody's going to be ruined by any of this. The only thing that's ruined is that you spent all of these months, months, <laughs> building a mega feud. The, guys, this is Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan we're talking about. This is, I, I mean, two of the what? Four most significant figures that we've had on WWE television in the last half decade, and and this is how it plays out. <laughs> like, what the hell has happened? What? Is By the way, did, did anybody love the on like the, the interview they had with Rowan? They're like, you tried to kill Roman Reigns. I just wanted him to be like, he escaped without a scratch. Yeah. If yeah. I wanted to kill him, I would have killed him. Yeah. I mean, I did. What I are you guys did, watching? I, I did like, like it. I did no. He said he did say he well, said he I was said, trying I just to, scare to scare him. him right? Yeah, that, yeah, but they were like, no, no, no. It was more than scary. I'm just well, like, Michael what Cole show was, are you? Dude, Michael yeah, Cole was so over the top. He yeah. was like, oh my god, it was attempted murder. Yeah, that was that was a bit. Much. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe. I mean, like that's something we say. Like, yeah. I can't believe they said that. Oh my god. Man. I mean, that's like, true. What? what? But like, <laughs> Michael Cole screaming, "You attempted to murder him." On yeah, TV man. was a surreal moment for me. All right, Aaron, because I know uh, you can't stick around. Yeah, let, let, let's, let's do like let's, a, a quick rapid fire thing here. Well, I mean, I just want to have you, because I mean, unless there's something that you want to, because we'll talk about everything else as the show goes on, but I do want to give you your opportunity to talk about um, NXT, as obviously that was the other big storyline of yeah. the week. Um, I, I know you have been spending weeks uh, paranoid about, you know, how this is all going to play out. Well, as it turns out, the through through one week, there's almost so, no changes whatsoever. And well, there are changes. There are absolutely well, there's changes, but nothing but, nothing that suggests that it's not going to be NXT. Like, well, it's it's now like super NXT because well, it's but, very clear they are combining NXT, right. NXT UK, and 205 Live into the show, and all three are going to have very significant. Well, tell me how that's uh, a bad thing. Oh, I didn't say it's a bad thing. You just said, it didn't no, but, you're, but you were out. saying you were there worried is about one significant change. Right, but but you were, it's not a but bad it's thing. not what you were worried. You were saying you were worried about it becoming more like WWE, like the oh, rest sure. of WWE, and, I, and, and yes, it's not. For one week, it's, there's no. Yeah, for right. one week, there's no reason. Well, to but worry if there about was that. ever going to be, look. if there was ever going to be a week to do it, right? If you were ever going to do the bit where you said, "Hey, we're going to introduce a bunch of main roster people and we're going to completely flip the script of what NXT is," it would be the first time oh, yeah. you're on television. No, that wasn't my necessarily. My my concern is more that just Vince gets his hands on it and decides to change how things are done i'm not near because you were the one worried or not worried you were the one saying that kevin owens was going to join and i never thought no, no, that was I, going to be I, no, the no, case. Whoa, whoa, whoa. we had a conversation about kevin owens because of what he tweeted i said very clearly it yes, was yes, totally, yes 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 and i said i said, and if, I said I if he was going to be any big stars going right, over but, that but my point was for if a he, long period if he was i would have been fine with yes. it it wasn't yes. that i was predicting right, that I, kevin owens was going my, to my, my point is this i never believed that there were going to be mega stars going over there for long periods i think we would all by the way agree that no one believed that i we i think we all said that they'd come and do shots right a match here a match there six or twelve months I said I wouldn't have a problem with it. I didn't make any predictions. I okay, never said okay, this is enough, my prediction. Enough. I said if that's the case, I have no issue with it. The point being, it's not right at the moment. Yes. It's not the case. Yes. Although exactly. again, we would all until, agree until October second, until or in, or until <laughs> yes. the number they 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 get a number that they don't like and they say we have to do something. Yes. In fairness, I think we would all agree that we would probably have preferred Rusev to have been on NXT this week, but we'll oh, get to that. That, that. We will get. We will get to that. Um, uh, uh, I mean, that's not, I, I'm just to really quickly. I, I think that that's, again, this is a Vince, very clearly a Vince storyline and I don't think it's Rusev. I think that they're dropping I, that aspect I, and, and 
she's going to bring somebody else I out. I think next. that will be the case as well, but it was still gross. Please anyway. let that be the case. I and mean, it, I, I would rather them just get rid of this altogether, but yes, I don't need. If you're going to do this story, please let it be someone different every week, and that's not what Rusev's gimmick is. <laughs> no, I, I, I get like they even acknowledged Lana during it, so they, there's no way they're going back. We, we will, we will talk more about that as the show goes along. Let's talk more about what we saw on NXT. Yes. Uh, NXT was, you know, it was great. I was I was very surprised that some of the stuff they decided to put on NXT on WWE Network versus USA. But um like Why did I know what, you were gonna say I, I feel like I knew you were gonna say something? Yeah, you know it's funny though. I, 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 tr- I really dis- like I really think if you were gonna do Gashida versus Walter, that should have been on TV. No offense, but like yeah. why in the fuck did anybody want a Cameron Grimes squash match on television? Like right. who yeah. thought that that's was like a that, good that's way. the thing. You, you bring out Walter, you bring out Kushida. I, I'm shocked that uh, that wasn't on USA. I mean, it was cool, and like I, 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 I don't know. I'm and I, I still want people to watch after it went off television. By the way, the whole it thing, crashed the network for a second the, there. The whole thing where like this, the, this really the only story about how this is happening is just because they forgot they still had two more episodes of Suits is one of the. Speaking of, is that really what that's happened? All it is. That's the entirety oh of this story. God, is that when they came to this agreement? They like legitimately forgot they still had to run two more episodes of this season of Suits. There's yeah. nothing more to it. It's not they wanted to do a soft entrance. It's not like it, all it is is they came to an agreement and a date and then realized, oh shit, we still have two more episodes of Suits to run. And apparently because the yeah. princess or whatever is on what used to be on Suits, Suits is a big deal to them. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's unbelievable, by the way. Like, that's fucking unbelievable. And I guess they were in a rush to, to launch it a couple weeks before aew you know, like started but right yeah they, they want to get it out certainly yeah get that so you know whether or not it's actually the soft launch or whatever that's what it basically functions as i mean it's unbelievable how they did that but yeah, yeah. i mean like i did i like no offense to cameron grimes so i think it's fine i just thought that was a waste of tv time yeah at that point when you're trying to get people to get eyeballs on on nxt Yes, if I'm USA, I'm just like, wait a second, why wasn't this on the network? Right. And, of course, if I'm WWE, I'm asking USA, why did you let AEW advertise on our show? Well, that's not not a national buy. Oh, it wasn't? No. No, it's a local. That's a local buy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, there's nothing that that USA can do about that. Um, that's that's your cable provider. I mean, that's smart on gotcha. AEW's part, right? Because they know no, they can't, yeah, it's they can't yeah. get they can't get a national buy on right. on NXT, and they did the same thing. It happened on SmackDown this week as well, right? I think. Um, yes. So they yeah. realized the way they get around that yeah. is to go do buys with, with the cable pro- cable providers or DirecTV or whoever. Yep. Like, just go. By the way, the- everyone reacting to this, I don't think WWE gives a fuck about who cares about the, bo- the, the ads. They don't care. There's um, no way they care about a, no well, an Vince, ad in Vince Baltimore on NXT. Well, and and yeah, wherever it was. I mean, it wasn't just pure. Yeah, there was. There I don't were know a lot of markets. I got in yeah. DC too, but I, by Vince the way, I, definitely cares because Vince has cared about it in the past. Um, I, I I don't think they loved it. I'm sure they didn't love it, but no, I don't think they're losing their shit over it. I think. Oh, no. Yeah, I I think they've got bigger fish. People, to people, are to, ha, ha 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 ha! They're so smart. I'm like, okay, like a- anyone would do this. I mean, they're like, smart, but yeah, I mean, I mean it's not yeah. that smart. It's like what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not smart if yeah, you don't I, I, do that. Well, you're an right. idiot. That, that's absolutely a great argument to make, uh, Brandon. Fair. If if Fair. you if you weren't fucking getting whatever ad buys you could get into fucking WWE programming, yeah. you'd be insane. Yeah. You. It would be like, it would be like me doing a Bon Jovi show and not targeting like 
the other bands that the people that listen to Bon Jovi listen to. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, right. That's it's marketing one hundred and one. It's not fair. Smart. Okay. It's just okay. Baseline. Right. It's not okay. You know what? We're dealing with wrestling people here, so uh, I know. I know. <laughs> and by the way, I would also add in like it's probably not that smart that they didn't run ads for the fucking Baltimore pay per view. Yeah, in, yeah. You know, like programming that is struggling to sell tickets. Apparently, yeah, like that probably would have been a good thing to do in those circumstances. And by the way, this also brings up Brandon what I was talking about—the fact that they really condensed all of their shows into a very certain geographical a- area, and so like that probably hurt them a bit. Uh, well, in terms of that. we'll I, that. I we can, believe we can... I think that once the show starts, it will help them sell I'm this. Sure, it'll pick it up a little bit, no doubt. Sure. But I. I, I but the the yes. pay-per-view will likely end up, if not completely selling out, being close to a sellout. Yeah, I don't know if it'll sell out, but I think it'll do fine. Um, but I do think that again, the idea that based they... on what you can see now, I would be concerned about a sellout. Yeah, I don't, right I don't, I don't, I don't know that it'll I mean, sell it, out. It, it's pretty much entire lower bowl and what, like, how, I don't know how much of the upper deck. The, the, the whole arena. <laughs> I mean, the, I mean, the, if, if you're in lower, if lower bowl is available, you're in trouble. That, is lower that's bowl the available? way those places work. No, seriously though, is lower bowl available? Yes, I didn't. I didn't realize. I, I, Not the whole lower bowl, but there are yeah. tickets available in the lower bowl. Okay, I didn't realize. One hundred. Yeah, there are one hundred level tickets. I mean, now I haven't checked for about six or seven days, so I'd have to look I'm, again. I'm, but I'm when pulling, I check, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm pulling it up right now. And not that I, I don't know why we got to this, but yeah, yeah. there's a lot of seats available in the lower bowl. Okay. Yes. Yes. There's also. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot. Okay. Baltimore is not the other thing you have to remember is Baltimore is not these other markets. These no, other but markets they do pull from strong. Philly. They do pull from. But that's the, you know, they have a was, show in Philly, and that was what I brought that, up. And that's the that's right. the problem. That was that what I brought. Is they may have oversaturated. They really right. oversaturated a certain geographical area. Area. All of their shows yeah. that they announced were in the Mid Atlantic and slightly into the Midwest and slightly into the Northeast. They literally yeah. fucking announced show after show. Washington, Philly, Boston, Pittsburgh, West, West Virginia. Virginia, North Carolina. Like, they, they centralized yeah. it all to the Mid-Atlantic and only slightly going northeast. And so at some point, I get it that you're saying, hey, that's where we've done really well. That's where most people have watched. That's fine. But in order to sell out in D.C., you were pulling people from North Carolina and you were right. pulling people Correct. from Pennsylvania and places like that in order to get a sell out in D.C. So now you're asking them to turn around and sell another show. It's not like all of those D.C. buys were D.C. Like it was D.C. and people who were willing to drive because it was your first television show. And so they wanted to be there to experience it. Now you're just asking them to buy tickets to the next show. Well, you might need to go to a different market and see if you can't find people in that market at some point. Yep. Um, anyway, I, that's beside the point. Uh, just your because I, I know you got to go. Give me yeah, some final I, thoughts I'll on that. Well, let me let me get. I got two like two more minutes here. Let me just say really quickly, uh, and you guys can argue this in the next segment or whatever. I really think it was a mistake to have Braun lose cleanly. I know I talked to Brandon about this. Eventually, the unstoppable monster is no longer the unstoppable monster. Yeah, we'll talk more. We'll definitely talk about. We'll talk more about that. Yeah, we'll get more. To, so I just wanted to make my point uh, clear on that one. I think that was. Otherwise, that was a pretty good pay-per-view. I just hated that booking at the end, other than, of course, that shot at the end, which was one of the best wow, shots that in was WWE history. fucking incredible. Uh, do you have uh, uh, results? Uh, I know I lost. I don't know the exact results. I know I lost. I have the exact results. Oh, okay. Brandon's got the exact results. By all means. Oh, because he won, I think. <laughs> so yeah, I, excited about I this. fucking crushed you guys. All right, go ahead. So, okay. Oh, I sent it to AJ because it's on my other phone. So, how do you usually do this? The top from the bottom or the bottom? Yeah, who, from the had, top? who had the best week? 
Brandon had the best week and was ten and one. Okay. In his picks. That's not bad. Glenn what? That's not bad. It's okay. Yeah. And I'm so stupid for picking Humberto Carrillo because I, I didn't think he would win, but I was like, oh, maybe they'll let him win. Yeah, right. Should have just went with Drew and I would have run the table here. Um, so, Glenn and AJ tied with seven and four, which means Aaron was six and five. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. All right. But it's the first one of the uh, new yeah, cycle. Yeah, first one. First one in the new cycle. All and right. also, All right. I'd like to point out I was right about Roderick Strong winning the. Uh, North American title. Oh, yeah, but, did anyone argue wait, against that? We didn't. Yes, because you guys all said he was. They were going to break up in the first episode of. No, NXT. I didn't. Again, you're confusing oh, no. hypotheticals I, I, I with predictions. This is what you guys do. We don't make a prediction. We discuss scenarios that could play out, and you decide that that means that it was a prediction. What the hell is going on around here? Fake news, <laughs> assholes. Uh, Aaron's at least supposed to be a journalist. I I expect more from him. Well, maybe not a journalist, but a, a, a hack at least. All right, uh, Aaron, uh, get your plug. I gotta in. go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch the Daily Line for, uh, for three to seven Eastern every day. DC, Philly, Chicago, Bay Area. You can also watch NBCSports.com/slash/bet. Also, look for myself in Baltimore Sun. All right, very good. Uh, when we come back in, the main event is scheduled to join us. We will talk more about the Braun Strowman situation and NXT. We'll to get more in depth on those things. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. He's Aaron. This is Jobbing Out. Sliders Bar and Grill, just across the street from Camden Yards, is your place to watch every Ravens and Caps game this fall. Every game day features food and drink specials, and Sliders is set with over 20 TVs so you don't miss a thing. Be sure to mark your calendar for October 6th at 1 p.m. when Sliders celebrates Fancy Clancy for 45 years of being Baltimore's best beer vendor. You can enjoy the Ravens-Steelers game and party with Fancy Clancy and his very own Fancy Clancy Beer. Baltimore's beer vending icon will be leading the charge with food and drink specials all game. Sliders, one of Baltimore's oldest bars since 1835, just 771 feet from home plate. Get all of the specials and events at slidersbaltimore.com. I just realized like how fucked my Wednesdays are gonna be starting, and like I get technically it started this week, but so like next week there'll be NXT, and then the following week or whenever it is that AEW starts, we'll have that. On top of Sunny's coming back next week, and I still like Modern yeah. Family. I still watch that every Wednesday. Like there's gonna be a lot going on on Wednesdays moving forward. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Uh, Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, and uh, scheduled to be joined soon by the main event, 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 AJ Francis. Um, Brandon, let's talk about a couple of things. Let's get, dive a little bit further into it here in segment number two. Some of the things that we talked about and just sort of touched on. Um, Aaron brought up the Braun Strowman thing. I, I completely agree with him, and we talked about it. Uh, Aaron was the only one who actually picked a no contest, so that's basically the reason why he lost. Um, our picks contest for this uh, for Clash Champions. The rest of us all assumed a no contest, but just picked Seth anyway. Um, it seemed like the most simple decision to make. It seemed like a no-brainer. Just have the Fiend come out, wreck the match, put both of them in a triple threat match at Hell in a Cell. This is easy. I don't know if this is a you know a situation with the draft where they couldn't do it because they're going to have these guys on different shows. Like I don't, I don't. I, I, I think that definitely plays a part in this. I don't think Braun Strowman stays on Raw. 
I, or I don't even know where he technically is right now because it doesn't oh, yeah, matter. Correct, but right. I think he goes to SmackDown. Um, reason being, I'm sort of seeing the future a little bit with I think that maybe they do finally go with him and Brock, um, which was called off back in January. I think that was that last, this January or was it? Mm, yes. They basically they did, announced the right. match and then they said you're out of the match because he mm. hit Vince McMahon or did something. Right. I don't remember. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That boy. Now it's really funny. I was that this January or was the previous January. I don't. I got my whenever, God damn, I whenever it was. Remember, they did the I, match two years ago at that weird pay-per-view where they had that match and they did Roman Reigns and John Cena. Right. And it was like just right. some fucking innocuous pay-per-view that you're like, holy shit. Like these are two. You know, this is Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns quali- caliber of matches. Um, and they did Imagine them, that. They did them both at, like, the Clash of Champions, whatever the no fuck paper. No mercy, right? No mercy. Okay, fine. That's what it was. Is that what it was? I, it was one of those, like, completely innocuous pay-per-views where they did both John Cena, Roman Reigns, and they did fucking Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar. And you're like, is this really happening? <laughs> like, is this really something that we're doing? Uh, but this goes back. This would have been 2017. Yeah, no mercy, two thousand seventeen. Yes, there you go. That's what it was. No, mercy. no, no mercy. WrestleMania twenty seventeen. <laughs> My God, it was a pay per view on par of the caliber of WrestleMania. <laughs> as as good, if not better, better than right, right. There are people that have said. <laughs> um, some people would say yeah, that this was yes the the again the final three matches of the night that night, Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Enzo Amore versus Neville. Oh, <laughs> and yes. then Brock Lesnar uh, versus Braun Strowman were the final three matches that night. So it like we've seen it before, but they've never really given it like the big treatment. And, and remember, like if we go back, it's ho- so hard to think because this is legitimately two years ago. No Mercy 2017 was in September. It was in the it was their September pay per view that year. So legit two years ago, that it was almost like weirdly thrown together. Where there wasn't much of a build to these two mega matches as much as it was just like, hey, we're coming out of SummerSlam. We're just going to blow off these two fucking mega matches. I think there might have been a brand split coming maybe at that point. Yeah. I, I don't remember what the reasoning was for doing it, but it was like we were so fucking caught off guard by it. Like, what's happening? Like, we weren't going to complain about it because they were two huge matches. Oh, God, I just found a really great talking point for later in the show, but we'll uh, save it oh, until right. we get through everything. But you're not going to fucking believe this. Great, wonderful. <laughs> can't, can't wait. Can't we got to save it. it. It's not specific. It's a big picture, but um, let's right. just keep going right. through what so happened. A, and... So a couple of things to, to cover on this. What Aaron brings up is that at some point, you can't be an unstoppable monster if you're completely stoppable. And yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I, I totally agree with that, but I think we've already dealt with that with Braun Strowman. Like, I don't think that's new. Here's here's the thing I don't like about Aaron. I, I, I see where both of you are coming from, and, and to a degree, I sort of do somewhat agree with you. By the way, the I, believe, I believe we have a, Daddy's here. We have a guest. Hey. We have, a, we have a, a fresh off his appearance on uh, Fox Sports 1 on Fair Game with uh, Christine Leahy. There he is, the main event, vent, 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 AJ Francis. What's up, What's up, Pat? We're talking about whether or not uh, someone can continue to be an unstoppable monster if they constantly lose and are stopped, like Braun Strowman. Um, Has he been beat clean like that? I think that's the first real, I mean, recently. I know he has been by, like, Brock or whatever, but, like, 
that's the first real clean victory I think I've seen over him in a while. In fairness, and part of that the was... Thing is, it, the thing is, like, I want to say no because... But he was also I, gone for a little bit. But, but also, you got to realize, like, dude, he's eight feet tall. He's 400 pounds. The day that they decide that he's the guy that can actually win the belt and be the champ for a while, it's going to be believable. So it doesn't right, matter. It's not hard. Honestly, right. it's not, if he loses... If your argument is it's not hard to get him back there, I'll hear that argument, that it's not hard to get him back there. I think the question becomes, and I think this is the fair way of asking it, at what point are you in ri- at risk of it just being the big show? And I feel like we talked about this once before. We're like, the big the- show is, you say that, but big show is a multi-time and world and champion. It's exactly what we talked about. As we said then, there's nothing wrong with being the big show. But I think we all believed at a time that Braun Strowman was going to be significantly more than the big show. Did we not? Did we not believe that he was I, on a... I, honestly, I kind of always thought he was going to be the big show. Okay. I, I mean, I mean, like, uh, like on... I like, mean, what... Um, let's be real. Uh, what, like, overly massive guy has ever been the guy? None. Like, not even... Like, not even... Undertaker the Giant the was guy legit. that's ever been, like, the guy. Maybe. But Undertaker was not even... Was really, truly never the guy. Like, he was the... He was the, the WrestleMania he was the locker guy, room leader, right. and he was kept people in line. But like Shawn Michaels was the guy, Stone Cold was the guy, The Rock was the guy, Triple H was the guy. But uh, to, your answer is Andre. Like Andre was the guy for a bit. It was a short time. But was he? Because yeah. Hogan not was. in the real company though. He was the guy before WWE. Yeah, Hogan that's, was that's the, guy. Really that's the guy. Can, in WWE. That's fine. If you want to say in the you know if we if we call the WrestleMania era what we're talking about to say that Hogan was always the guy, you're right. But Andre, he's the, the guy, guy. The guy beat. You know. Sure, but Andre was the guy before that. Like Andre in the in the build to where we got in professional wrestling, Andre was yeah, the for sure. guy. There's no doubt but about that. To be fair, like in this, I'm just in saying this, in this company. That's yeah, fine. That's me fine. too. That's I'm fine. with AJ. Like in the in the circus freak era of wrestling, any guy that size would have been the guy. Could you argue that Brock Lesnar? Yeah, he's the guy. You know, like would that be the argument to this? Is that like Brock? But Lesner? he's not. But to me, like once again, he's not. He's not a he's, giant. There it is. He's just a massive dude. In the way like he, a yeah, big his ass neck. kicker. That's fine. I mean, they're not wrong about that. Um, like Undertaker's a foot taller than it. it, it Maybe not exactly, but he looks a foot taller than. I, what I would say is, it's disapp- it's disappointing because they felt for a minute like they were trying to make Braun Strowman more than that. It felt for a minute like they were trying to make Braun Strowman the guy that you were tuning into TV every week to see. It um, did feel like that, but I think in retrospect, what they did was they were trying to make him uh, long term, like sustainable. So that we can, so that we don't care when he loses, essentially. And that's, um, that's not all that different than like what they've done, they did with Kane over the years. Exactly. It, it, it sort of feels like that to me, but, but the, we also have to remember, and I talk about this in my other, in my real job where, you know, with music and everything, it, everything, you, everything is not always predicated perfectly on the past because we're in this era where things are so much different in every facet of entertainment. So, like, I think that this is the 2019 version of that, but the 2019 version of that is going to be better than all previous versions because of the things he can do. Um, he can do things those people couldn't do. Okay. Even though we're sort of saying that he's being booked the same way as those people in theory, I think it's easier to get him out of it these days than it would have been for 
the Big Show or the Undertaker in the '90s or in the early 2000s. Well, and if what you're the thing is, that's the thing is, I don't think it was ever. It's never hard to book somebody that big, dude. Like right. it, it never is. But is it hard it, to book somebody that big constantly as a face if they're not winning? Yes, uh, it is. Not if you could continue to have him pull down scaffoldings and flip cars. And but that's not like that. supposed to be face stuff. Like that goes back to the awkward part that we were talking about, right? It's like, not supposed to be, but yeah. it always is. Well, like, because it's so amazing, right? Because it's so yeah. fucking cool that we all like seeing it. And I understand. But what in his case, it was face stuff because he had like the Miz in a gar in a garbage. Well, it wasn't truck. when he was actually you trying to murder Roman Reigns. But you didn't hear Roman Reigns. He uh, he sucks at wrestling. And uh, he can't, no, uh, I, I know, I know, I know. He's a terrible I, worker, I know, and everybody I, I he know. doesn't deserve all the pushes I that he gets. Know. And that was why everything was so unfortunate and uncomfortable. I get it. I get the whole deal. I can't believe I my my fault for bringing it up. I'm I'm mad at me. I'm not mad at you. I just want you to know that. I'm only mad at myself. Um, like, look, I I I think that if the answer is. They didn't want to put him in a triple threat at Hell in the Cell because they don't plan on having all three of these guys on the same TV show. That's fine. But I do think if you're flipping shows with Braun Strowman, it might be an appropriate time to start thinking about another heel turn here as well. Like at some point, it seems like a guy that big should be really pissed off about the fact that he's not winning and should go back to remembering he's that much fucking bigger than everybody and can just murder them. Like it feels like that should be a logical storyline for a character like that. I, I think I think I I understand that point of view, but I think we got to hit pause for a second and see what happens with the brand split first, because I think that could put him in a position like you have to remember, like even right now, like we're three weeks away, I think, from the first SmackDown and maybe a full four from the brand split or the draft or whatever they're calling it. Um, we are still seeing the exact same fucking people on SmackDown and Raw essentially, with a little bit of stuff that's exclusive to each show. But we're seeing the same storylines on both shows, so a lot of room is going to get opened up on these shows. Maybe. I don't know. They've, they've generally built the last few weeks with SmackDown being built around Roman Reigns and Raw being built, built around Seth Rollins. And not to say they yeah, haven't... Yeah, but the women were on both shows. Right, done, like I'm all not saying, they haven't, I'm not saying they haven't done some um, of that as well, but they really have had a structure in place to sort of direct... These is two different shows, and to get to that point that we're talking about, where like the Roman Reigns content, while he showed up, has been largely the way that that SmackDown, SmackDown has been built around Roman Reigns. Raw has been built around Seth Rollins for what feels like two months, like dating back pre at the main event level. But then the rest of it, there was a lot of overlap on the rest of the show. Right. There was a lot of people that were on both, and I feel like if we're going to get to an exclusive, yeah, of course they're starting to go that way. Um, and I think, I think, uh, I think a, a lot so of space that, is going to open up. Is that work mm. or no? Mm, hello, say that one more time. <laughs> is that a work or no? Is that a work or no? Like, are they actually going to split the brands or no? No, the word is like the 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 assumption they has really been the are. last few months that yeah. they were legitimately going to split the brands. And as Brandon and I were just talking about off the air. Again, I think we all know, and we've been talking about this for some time. I don't doubt that there's going to be an exception or two to that. Like they, right now, they only have one women's tag team belt, likes or tag team champions. So if that's going to continue, they either have to make that exclusive to one of the two shows, or they're going to have to have them defended on both shows, right? Like they're gonna, there's certain things they're going to have to figure out. But the the company has sort of made an edict that they want to have two fully functional shows both for television and for live shows. 
Like, they want that to be the case moving forward. Although they, three, actually. Well, yeah, three. That's a great point because obviously NXT is involved as well. They really want there to be three fully. You guys talked about NXT yet? A little bit. We talked about it at the start, at the end of segment one. We can get back into that after we wrap this up. Uh, look, nobody's complaining about Seth Rollins versus The Fiend. It's just that is there one of us that doesn't think at this point that the fiend has the fiend has to win, right? Like they, yes, the fiend yes. absolutely has to win. Yeah, I mean, there's just there's no way of getting around it now. Like the one scenario that we brought up last week, where you have three people in the the ring, so you could protect even if he were to lose, you, you can't not have the fiend win a one on one match right now. You know, it could you know it could be very good if if they really did want to turn Braun heel. A good way to do it was have him do the cane spot where he comes out, rips the door off, beats the hell out of Seth Rollins, and that's how. Um, the, the fiend ends up winning. So then, like, yeah. it not only has the fiend as the champion, but it gets Seth Rollins away from the fiend, and the fiend can start a cool time. I also do think, and, and Brandon, I heard your reaction to that, and I started to feel that way. But there is another awkward spot they're in, which is that the fiend is so fucking over that he's not a heel. <laughs> like, right. it's a really trick. They have him. Can, fun- can, can I let me let me talk to that because this is that leads to something that me and Aaron were talking about um, off air. Um, so essentially, after I watched the show, I was texting with him, and we were talking about he didn't like Braun losing and all that stuff. So uh, essentially, I said, um, "Is there any way that the Fiend goes face quickly because of all this stuff with the club? Because there's some reason." Why the club is being stuck in this main event. Like, they're in this weird position where they're sort of feuding with Seth Rollins, right? Right. And there's something about that that, to me, screams of, like, there's a reason for that, right? So, like, is there any way this gets so messy that that they that they're using all these extra people sort of to get Fiend to maybe not a face, but a, like, I'll beat up everybody type character i mean and, I, and we know with the crowd he's a face yeah, I'm that's, just the, saying that's with, the problem i think with, that's the bigger issue like i don't know at this point what they could do to have him be a heel <laughs> like what what could you do with the fiend that would make him a heel at this point he literally like was was t- murdering seth rollins and everybody was cheering for it what, what i would say like beat up becky lynch but apparently that doesn't work anymore i, I don't so. I, I just don't know <laughs> at this point like what you could do that could make the oh you oh wrestling fans are the worst yeah, yeah I know it's it's really weird um I, <laughs> I like name the thing that the fiend could do right now that would make people boo him name anything at all name one thing the fiend could do that would make people boo him I couldn't hear anything you said name anything the fiend could do that would make people boo him oh no I can't think of one thing that's like I said. The one thing I would have said a month ago is beat up Becky Lynch, but that right. doesn't work anymore. Right. So I don't I, – I, I'm out. I don't know. I don't know what you can do at this point other than acknowledge it. If, if your argument is you don't really want to have The Fiend win and not have it be because like cheaply, you know, like that's fine, but maybe that would be something that would help him boo. I think the problem is it also takes something away from The Fiend character if he wins cheap. Yeah. Um, I don't, but that, that, no, and you I don't heard my so. – rea- that was my reaction to – so. His whole his whole bit is that he's his whole bit is that he's psych like he's a deranged psychopath. So like, if he cheats to win, like that's one way to make people be like, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah, but I do. I think that there's a cost to that, which is like, yes, it would it would help to make to like make you like him less, but. Right now, he's so white hot. I don't think you want anybody less interested in him. I think you just. I take- think the better way to do it, and this. 
might make some people cringe. The better way to do it, if you do, if you don't want him to just beat Seth Rollins, like beat him, beat him clean. I think the best way is to do some kind of, and I, it, there's a thin line here between making it horrible and it being and it working, but some kind of like lights out, lights on kind of thing, or something. I, I mean, I know that that gets us into scary territory with like the pictures of the worms from WrestleMania and things like that, where they've never really pulled this off that great. Um, with the, uh, you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the mystical type yeah, stuff surrounding this right. character. Um, I think that might be the better thing than having, I think having brought, I'm going to channel my inner Aaron. Aaron would lose his fucking mind if they do that. I'll tell you that right now. Like but if who, they, but who gives a shit about that? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I can tell you, like, I'm pretty sure Aaron would be like, they completely ruined The Fiend if, if See, uh, now Braun Strowman my mind. interferes in the match. See, that's the problem. Now I've changed my mind. Now I want them to do it just to piss off Aaron. I know. So. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, actually, I do want to hear him flip yeah, out right. when they do it. Right. Um, and if we go back to the whole, you know, other big storyline with Daniel Bryan, I mean, like, that's exactly what they're going to do, right? Yep, that's <laughs> exactly what they That's You're a thousand percent correct. That's exactly what they're going to do. All right, uh, let's talk more about NXT because we only talked about it briefly in the first segment. AJ, uh, did you did you get to go by chance? No, I couldn't go. I think I'm going to go next week though. Okay, cool. Um, what did you think of of the like again? All of these things that we thought could happen that would be crazy. As it turns out, like as AJ as Aaron pointed out, yeah, it's different because like we saw Walter show up and we saw like Leo Rush there and they but like that to me is the perfect way to build an awesome NXT show, which is to add in other guys that aren't getting TV exposure that we all agree should be on television because they're fucking great. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, I have to ask a question because I already know what the answer is, and it better be the same answer that you guys have. Um, what was the match of the week this week? Oh, are you asking that because the answer is Velveteen, Ryder Strong, or Ryder Strong, I'm saying fucking Ryder Strong. That's the guy from Boy Meets World. Um, <laughs> Velveteen Roderick Strong. Surprisingly, no, that's not my answer. Is the it was match. No, I wasn't not picking that either. You're gonna say Leo Rush? Leo Rush? I mean, it was only Lorcan. It was, it really, was a good match. It was really good. I thought Velveteen Strong was yeah. better. I thought the I thought that was the third best match on the show. I thought Velveteen looked blowed at the end of the match. Whoa! No, I don't agree with that. Say that again. I, he, I thought he looked blowed at the end of the match. He was missing punches and kicks, and he was. He was a little, a little. He looked seemed a little loopy. Oh, maybe. I mean, I don't. Well, I, I think, this, I think, I think Oni caught him in the head with with one of those. Uh, no, you're talking about uh, Velveteen Strong. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, I was thinking about Leo. I yeah. thought Leo got hit in the face pretty I mean, hard. I'm not. I'm not saying <laughs> it didn't happen. I just thought they told a really great story. I thought the story was told so well. Yeah, they told um, a great story. That, it's just like that. I genuinely, when he kicked out of the first one. I popped. I genuinely believed. Yeah. Well, there's no fucking way they're having him lose now. Like, there's no way that he kicks out of that and they still have him lose. And yeah. the undisputed error are already at ringside. Right. So, like, correct. You, to your in your head, you're like, oh, now he's gonna right. win. Right. right? Um, yeah. yeah. I I don't know. That to me was the match of the week. I mean, Leo fucking was great. I mean, that was a great match. I like the women's match the best, to be honest. Okay, so we're all split. Anybody want to so get a vote from Aaron? Oh, do we really want to vote from Aaron? Seriously? Unfortunately, we have to get a vote from Aaron. Let's, I'm try, not to, let's, try, let's, try, to, let's try to guess what he would say. I'm going to guess he's going to say Leo. 
and and Oni. Well, let's not. Are we going to tell him what the choices were? Or are we just going to ask him what? Just ask him what his match of the week is. All right, Aaron. No, and, just ask him what the best match on NXT was. What, yeah. All right. What was your? I mean, AKA best match of the week. Best match <laughs> on NXT. All right, we'll see what he says. Um, okay. But in in okay, so we'll deal with that in a second. But in general, give me your thoughts on what we saw from the first uh, NXT on USA. Uh, it was amazing, dude. Like, um, it showed that. First of all, the crowd was so hot. The oh, whole no night. question, no question. And 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 I, the best thing that's going to come out of this, like, so I go to all the NXT tapings, and they tape three or four at a time. You know how it is when you go to a wrestling show. Like, the first three or like the first couple hours, you got all the energy in the world, and you're a little drained. You know what I'm saying? The course, crowd, the crowd's absolutely. not as hot. The cheers aren't as loud. The pops aren't as loud. Um, but when you do it this way, when it's just a two hour show, it's perfect. Um, I, I can't agree. I mean, I couldn't possibly agree more. I think it's wonderful for that reason. Again, I also think that the bigger storyline is I, 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 it's so smart again. I'll still, I'll forever be confused as to why they thought using the first hour they were ever on USA network for a squash match for Cameron Grimes is a good idea. Like I have no idea why they thought that was good use of their TV time. I hope that they was like just, Cameron Grimes, bro. I'm, and I'm, there's no offense to Cameron Grimes; he's great. Give him a match or something. Like you know, if that's what you're trying to use your TV time for, I just hey don't, guys, what breaking news? What Matt Riddle will face Killian Dane next week in a number one contenders match oh. for the NXT Championship. Well, that's wonderful. Who is the problem with that? That's fucking wonderful. God bless. Um, give me that. Please. Yeah, I mean, my God, and it also but that's you know, why you didn't get your fucking precious match that you were crying about earlier. And now I'm fine because I'm getting my match. Look at how all that worked out. <laughs> I said that. my only complaint was that we didn't get the match, which I really wanted because I really wanted to see Matt Riddle and Killian Dane go for it again. Um, yeah, that's the only weird part to me. But outside of it, I love it, and I still stand by. I still have no problem if in two or the first time they're up against uh, AEW, that's the night that they decide they're going to swing somebody over. I never had an issue with that the way that like Aaron had an issue with it. Like this notion that guys that from the main rot from the quote unquote main roster would come over and make appearances doesn't bother me remotely. I love that if that would play out that way because there's plenty of guys that I think could add something to this roster and not detract from them. I don't think either of you guys heard some of the stupid things that Aaron said last week. I mean, Aaron was going all <laughs> I in. Need to go back and listen to. I it. mean, like all, I meant to, but there was so like, much. He was fucking going all in on the idea that like you, if you have Kevin Owens go there, then he has to beat everybody all the time. Um, you right. can never so have me, him lose a match. I'm like, it, what, yeah. in what world could you not have Kevin Owens lo- <laughs> like lose to the Velvet? Was it like? Game? Was it like? Was it like when Aaron said that uh, yes, NXT, NXT was wrecked? Its own yeah. brand and yeah. uh, developmental. Yeah, was, and it was and it was failing. Yes, because was, none of the guys were. Over. By the way, go to the last three pay per views and count how many fucking people were on NXT. Oh no question. It's like eighty percent I mean, right. of the insane. people. It's insane. Look, we all know Aaron's an idiot, but it was just it was just an awful argument. I I. I'm fine. Like again, the argument would be if you were gonna do, if you were gonna put a big star from WWE on NXT, why wouldn't you do it the first week? The answer back could be because you're waiting for the first time that they're up against AEW. Like you're waiting for that night to do well, that. This will transition perfectly to what I wanted to talk about right now, which is let's do some math uh, for that episode because that episode is two weeks away, which is when they're doing the Shayna Baszler Candice LeRae title match. Um. Now we have a number one contenders match next week, which would lead me to believe yeah, they're gonna do that, that means we're getting Adam Cole versus Matt Riddle at the same show on October 2nd. So 
we already have two potential takeover level matches on October 2nd. Whether it's Killian Dane or Matt Riddle, the, it'll be amazing. I think it's going to be Matt Riddle. What else are they going to put on this show? Well, I don't know if you guys noticed. There was no Johnny Gargano last night. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Couldn't help but notice that after the big final send-off from the last you know, NXT on, on WWE Network was, NXT all, for life. was all about Johnny Gargano. Like That was the last thing you did was just build fucking Johnny Gargano. The first one, there was no Johnny Gargano. Now... You know that it's I, somebody would say, "Hey, that seems kind of silly. If he's supposed to be like your star, wouldn't you want him on the first TV show?" I would make the same argument, Brandon. bro. But how are they supposed to? But how are they supposed to get Johnny Gargano on the show when they got when? Why right. would they want to when they got Cameron Grimes? Right, they did have the Cameron Grimes <laughs> squash match. Like, just sorry, Johnny, we ran out of time, but it's just way too important for us. Oh, we, you pumped we, me hard with that one. I did not see that coming. <laughs> well done sir well done um, but no I think that sets up well for keep him off TV for another week and then yeah. reintroduce Johnny Gargano the first night that you're on for two hours and you're up against uh, AEW as well now, dude how- what if they turn it into a triple threat match uh, I, I masturbate furiously like, <laughs> good luck AEW right? like, Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano well, for the title I don't know gotta flip over and see what my options rematch are. Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong now for wait the a second title. hang on what if AEW has Cameron Grimes you didn't think <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think that you gotta you didn't, you didn't think that this is gonna be the the joke. I'm sure he's a great guy, right, and we don't like, like, like. I don't dislike like Cameron when Grimes. He came, when he came out, I was like, "Oh, that's a dope spot for Cameron Grimes." Right. Shout out him. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I was. I thought it'd be cool to have a Cameron Grimes match. Like, if you're gonna do cool for him, a big squash match over because Sean Malone can work too. Right. By the way, like, by, by, by like before, Sean Malone can work. When I saw the two of them, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And then it was a squash, and I was like, okay. What the fuck was the point of this? Like, if the And again, if the answer had been, hey, we really want to build up Sean Maluda because, like, hey, I don't know if you know, like, who he is, but it would make sense for us to try to turn that guy into a star. Like, shit, yeah. Like, I'm I'm on board with that type of thing. <laughs> what the fuck was the point of that? <laughs> like, well, by the way, by the way, did anybody else think, okay, after seeing that, before... You had like Walter and what's his group called? The uh, oh, I've already forgotten. God, now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can't think of what. I don't watch NXT UK, but I know that it's a thing with Alexander Wolf and all those yeah, guys. But like before his group came out, whoever that wrestler was, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, what is this? <laughs> it was like it was like a just some dancing guy, and I was like, yeah, he, was, with, he was basically kid in play. In, <laughs> I, Imperium, by the way, is the name of the Imperium. faction. Imperium? Imperium. You Thank God Imperium? Yeah, we that were, that's what they did dumb. because I was like, I do not want to see this guy wrestle anyone. Like, I, I don't know who that is. I hope I hope he's a nice guy, but oh my God. No, I was I like, wasn't, I we've wasn't got like black Alex Wright out here. Like, <laughs> you know, no, it was not a, it was not a good start. Instead, we end up with fucking Walter and Kushida, which are just like, jeez. I, Holy like, shit. And that's also, by the way, guess when that match is going to happen? Oh, the same night? Yeah, they're just going to fucking load it all up. It's going to be load TakeOver, takeover AEW. <laughs> Anybody have a problem with that? 
Anybody think that's a bad nope. idea? Nope. 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 All of that sounds really fucking good to me. All right. Uh, when we come back in for segment number three, we do need to talk about the Rusev stuff. We still haven't gotten to that. We still talk about the Rusev stuff. Plus, AJ didn't get to share his thoughts on some of the stuff that we talked about earlier. So we'll let him do that. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Brandon. And he's... The main event. AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Around here, there are two kinds of chicken. Royal Farms' world-famous chicken and everything else. What's the difference? Royal Farms' chicken is always fresh, never frozen. It's hand-dipped in a secret recipe of herbs and spices and cooked on the spot right in the store. Chicken from anywhere else? Who knows? Hungry for some hot and delicious chicken? Get some Royal Farms' world-famous chicken. It's one of a kind. And don't forget the Western fries. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton. I'm so excited that we have our next guest back because uh, she had her last interview with us hijacked by someone. And uh, it's good that we can just give her her place and and all the space that she needs in order to have a conversation. She is Renee Michelle, and she's going to be back at MCW Tribute to the Legends coming up on October 5th which you can go to mcwprowrestling.com in order to get your tickets. Renee Michelle, it is so good to chat with you again. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us. No, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Hopefully I will have have the interview taken away from you. Right, like an intruder that just steps in and starts screaming as soon as I bring up his name. It's ridiculous the way that that went out down the last time. Hey, it's... It's good to catch up with you again. I'm so it's it's so cool that you're coming back to do this. I think for a lot of people that maybe have seen a lot more of you recently, the various things that you've been doing, maybe they don't know like your background and how important MCW has been to where you've gotten. For people that don't know about it, can you tell them why it is that it's so exciting for you to be able to come back and do this? Well, in America, MCW is basically my hometown. That's where you know, I started at, you know, that's where, you know, I have, like, wonderful trainers such as the Bruiser and Dean, who was formerly known as Tyler Hilton, was there before, you know, Joey Mercury used to be there. So, but uh, Dan McDevitt, who is the owner of MCW, he's like a wrestling dad for me. And if it wasn't for him, kind of like taking me underneath his wings, I wouldn't be where I am as of today. Even though I was founded by Dwayne Gill, you know, I definitely owe Dan McDevin, you know, everything. That's awesome. I mean, it's incredible. And people, everybody remembers you being there. Like, you were a regular for, like, a while. Like, you were part of the furniture at MCW for a minute. Yeah, you know, that's when I was, like, living up north, like, in a, you know, before I was living in a Rockville, Bethesda area. Then I lived in Fredericksburg for a little bit. And after that, like, I moved to, like, to Nashville, Tennessee. And now I live in Orlando, Florida. But... Definitely, you know, Maryland was the it spot for me. It's like, like I said, it's like my home, you know, and I don't know if I'm still remembered because it's been like years. I think, I think it's pretty safe to bet that you're still remembered. I'm just going to guess. Wrestling fans' memory is like forever. (laughs) I'm going to guess that that's the case. And with no offense, I think you're a little bit more memorable than some of the folks that have come through. And I think they understand that too. I think that's the case. Um, you know, like, MCW is always going to be my home, and, like, my second home is over in Japan, which is, you know, with Marvelous by uh, Chiguza Nagayo. I mean, which everybody knows, like, an icon, by the way, as far as, as training is concerned. 
Um, again, tri- yes. tribute to the legends uh, coming up on October fifth. It's it's not just Renee. It's Devon Dudley, Kane. Perhaps you've heard of him. Uh, Tito Santana, Joey Ryan, all will be there. Get your tickets, mcwprowrestling.com. Um, first of all, I, I'm trying to – anything going on in your life these days? Like anything at all happening? It feels like it's been a really quiet time for you mostly, right? It's... Man, <laughs> it, it, it sounds quiet, but I can tell you, I can rest assure you, it's not quiet at all. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I've been injured for like a year. Like um, I tore on my left knee, I, you know, blew my ACL, MCL. And then oh, no. I was it, you know, from training, and I'll never forget it. And, like, still to this day, I think for now on, I don't ever want to wrestle on Friday the 13th. <laughs> but <it's>, oh. <laughs> that's just, like, that. yeah, like, when I was wrestling, rest assured, it was um at one of those, you know, those cosplay wrestling shows? Sure. And, of course, Jason Voorhees was there, so... <laughs> <laughs> It's perfect booking. I think somehow, some way, somehow, he must have took me out when I was in the ring. <laughs> Other than that, you know, yeah, I was I was injured for a while, and then I had to go through rehab and physical therapy. And now, currently, right now, I'm I'm back, but I'm also rather I'm also training in the ring right now. And the school that I'm attending down in Florida is called Flatback Wrestling, which is owned by Tyler Breeze and Sean Spears. Oh, cool. Well, just those two. What do those guys know about wrestling? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, what could you possibly the, the, learn from What them? amazing workers they are. Yeah, right? They are. They, I, you know, these guys are absolutely awesome. Like, learning from, like, Perfect Ten and, you know, Tyler, Tyler Reese, their mind is just, it's like, I want to learn as much as I possibly can from you guys. You know, they have the experience. They, they definitely know what they're talking about. They're very detail-oriented. And, you know, for me, especially in, in Florida, Flatback Wrestling is definitely the place to be. Well, that's awesome. Uh, it, it, I guess, let me put it this way. You, we've seen a lot of you of late. How important is it for you to remind people, hey, I'm a wrestler, I'm a performer, and I want you to remember like who you saw you know, competing in the Mae Young Classic and you've seen competing all over the world, and I, I kind of want to remind people I'm not just like my husband's wife. Um, you know, I think like a lot of wives go through this, or wives or girlfriends go through this when their husbands are wrestlers. So for wives or girlfriends or anyone that's sitting in the wrestling industry, it, it's kind of like, you know, we're not just wives. We're not just girlfriends. We have to work twice as hard just to get recognized for our own, but let alone on top of that, you know, people forget before we were even together that I was a wrestler foremost before I even became a girlfriend, right. a wife. Right. Yeah, you know? Right. And proud that's of that, obviously. Life. Like, that's a huge part of who you are. Exactly. So I think a, a lot of people, they they assume versus doing their research. And what drives you crazy about people, before you even open your mouth and make yourself look like a complete villain, <laughs> you know, make sure that you do the research first before you act like you're know-it-all. And then 
you you know don't post anything on social media because you're gonna sound really really <laughs> and you know dumb. Uh, mm, it's it sounds like maybe you're saying that because that's come up recently that there have been people that have no idea what they're talking about. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. I think like a lot of people that they, you know, WWE is is huge. It's absolutely huge. But you know, a lot of these wrestlers, you know, we did came from the independent scene. You know, so in order to do your research about each and every one, you have to do your research so you know where they're coming from. They don't just pop up randomly out of nowhere, you know? A lot of the wrestlers, you know, they they have the experience, they have the background, they travel from overseas or come from overseas or, or did their training, did their time in the business before they even came to NXT or WWE. And a, and a lot of people, they seem to have a blind eye about it. But I think, like, they also need to realize that WWE or, or TNA or AEW is not the only three companies out there <laughs> in the world. There's thousands of them. Right. She is Renee Michelle. She's with us here on Jabbing Out. Again, MCW Tribute to the Legends coming up on October 5th. Go to mcwprowrestling.com right now in order to get your tickets. I, I talk to athletes about this a lot. Like They'll talk about what they learn when they go through an injury and maybe seeing their sport in a different way. Um, and I deal with this with football players football all the time. Player. Did, did you feel something like this like in, in dealing with an injury? Did you learn about yourself as a performer or as about, you know, the, 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 the business, anything along those lines that maybe was different than what you would have seen or learned had you been able to keep competing over the course of the last year or so? Um, while I was injured, of course, I was focusing more so on myself and my own well-being. So in a way, it's kind of like a blessing in, in disguise because you want the audience to kind of miss you. So when you do come back, you never know, or people don't know how the way you may look to what character you may portray. Like one minute I'll, let's say as like, I'm a baby face and I'm a good guy. And who knows? I may come back being bitter. You just never know. So I think in a way, like because of this injury, it makes me more appreciative but also making more wiser. Like, I don't want to do, like, a lot of crazy off-the-wall things. And when I got injured, it was the most simplest thing, you know? How, you know, it's not, well, like, it's not, like, the biggest thing. It wasn't, like, like, a huge spot? No. You know what happened is that I just jumped down. From the top rope, I just jumped down. <laughs> and my body escaped. So like, you do that a million times, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, okay, like, you know, because of training and CrossFit and, constant being on the road like I I didn't listen to my body well enough to rest and my body's like okay well since you don't want to rest I'm gonna make you rest <laughs> <laughs> I mean sometimes you need to do it I guess right like it can't be yeah. easy but sometimes you got to do it that's just the way that it goes yeah so it's like it, it definitely makes you see things differently you know and it makes you appreciate the business much more but also on top of that i think it makes you more wiser what you want to do in the ring as well as out of the ring that's cool that's cool she is renee michelle she's with us here on jobbing out renee um 
again, what comes with the additional exposure, right? Like I'm sure there's good, there's good and bad that comes with that, right? Like the good is probably more demand for booking things along those lines. The bad, probably some of the, uh, the attention that comes along with it. Can you measure like the good and the bad that's come with so much more exposure in, re- in recent months? I mean, honestly, you know, regardless if it's good and bad, you know, you're going to get some sort of form of attention, whether it's positive or negative. It all depends on the individual, how the way they handle it. I you know, I can't foresay that, you know, I'm, I'm not being irritated or anything, shape or form. I still am myself, you know, from the very beginning. You know, I come from humble backgrounds, and even though I come from, like, a strict background, you, you know, I never, like, forget like who who i am and where i came from that's cool that's cool i think that's the type of thing you have to keep that type of head and i understand exactly what you're saying um i don't know that we've ever asked you about this This is something that we always like to ask everybody like dreams like dream not the promotion but like you have like a you know you could face anybody in the world you could have one match with one person one time anywhere you want it to be in the world have you ever, like, thought that through? And, like, do you have something that you would say, that's that's what I would want to do? I couldn't let my career end without having this opportunity. Oh, God. There's, like, so many. Like, especially, like, on the girls on the roster. I mean, gosh, I would say, like, my top dream. One of, gosh, there's so many. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no wrong answers here. Like, this is, that's the good news. Yeah. Yeah, that, no, that's definitely, like, a good question. You know, I wouldn't necessarily say that I have one. I have many. I mean, of course, there's, like, my trainer, like, Chiku Zanagio. Sure. You know? Sure. And then, there, and then there's Kana, who's also known as, formerly known as Asuka. Yeah, I've heard, of, I've heard of her. Yeah, she's she's phenomenal in the ring. And Kari saying she's phenomenal in the ring. And Natty, you know, Natty, she's also awesome in the ring, and I would love to be in the ring again with Mickey James. And right, An- yeah, another MCW legend, by the way, another uh, very meaningful name in these parts. Um, what about like running it back? Would it mean something to you to try to do something with Candice again because of the significance of that moment for your career? With Candice, right? Yeah, definitely. I want- back in the ring with her yeah i want my re- <laughs> right like it was a huge moment correct like it was awesome yeah, it, it was definitely a huge moment but like candace she had like she has like 15 16 experience on me have you um have you reminded her of that at any point <laughs> no like when she told me i'm like Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, so obviously, you know, it like, you know, Candace, she's a complete sweetheart and she's very professional and being in the ring with her, she's phenomenal for someone that's that small, you know, she's strong for a little one. <laughs> Wait, so she's like five, she's not that tall. She's only like five, three or so, right? Yeah. And I'm five, three. Okay. So, so but it's like. I'm five three as well, but I think I'm a little bit thicker than her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. I think that's accurate. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit thicker than her, but it's like for her, she's five three and she's like a teeny little, you know, teeny bopper. You think that you could break her in half, but she's she's tough as nails. I mean, she can work, dude. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah she like, could definitely work. It's so like, cool. It's so cool how to watch she, her. She definitely that day. 
she definitely like gave me a run for my money that day. <laughs> how how much do you itch when you see everything that's happened? Like you know, knowing that you were a part of that, the the you know how this this kind of all started with the May Young Classic, right? Like knowing you were part of that, how much do you itch? to jump back in and be a part of all of these unbelievable things that have happened, you know, and it's not just in WWE. Let's be fair about that. It's all over the world for women's wrestling at the moment. Well, I'll be totally honest. Oh, you know, I've done TV over in Japan. So how the way they work TV over in Japan, is definitely different how the way they work TV here, you know, it's like, huh, I can't really explain. You got to be physically there in order, you know, to see what I'm talking about. But, the itch is like I, I think now since I think now since I'm like getting myself back in shape, training a lot more, but also you know getting rid of like bad habits that I used to have. I like I'm ready. I'm ready to be back in the ring. I'm ready to brush up on you know after a year of not work you know working in the ring and let alone performing and wrestling. I do miss it a lot. Yeah. I, I completely get that, and I can only imagine like running through your mind all the different opportunities that you could have as soon as you get that chance again. Uh, again, like, like I had to turn down India, and I was already booked for India. Oh. To go back, I had to turn down China. Oh, oh. Yeah, so like, like, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. There's no doubt about that. Down, like, I had to turn out a like a, a match for NXT, so it's like oh. I. I'm sorry, I didn't drop. Like, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> okay, can can you tell us what the match was? Like, I, I, you, I, and if you can't, you can't. But can you tell us what the match was that you had to turn down on NXT? I, I can't. I'm okay. sorry. All right, it's all right. We understand. We understand. We're not trying to get anybody in trouble. We understand that. I just, and probably it's better because we would probably be really angry when we found out that we missed out on it. We yeah. would probably be even angry if we found out that we missed out on that. Uh, well, we're not going to miss out on Renee Michelle at Tribute to the Legends coming up October 5th. Again, MCW Pro Wrestling in order to get your tickets. Um, can I ask where where reality meets shoot? Did Did you... Did you actually get to take a honeymoon at some point? No. That's unbelievable. Boo. That's unbelievable. That's un- yeah, I'm still I'm still mad. I'm still waiting. Okay, where where are you trying to go? Anywhere that's away from the twenty four seven. Which apparently is nowhere. <laughs> that's unfortunately the case. Anywhere, nowhere. I don't care if it's the moon. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I don't think we're doing better than that. That might be the place where we have to wrap. That might be what it is. All right, uh, Renee Michelle, what can we plug for you? Obviously, we, we you know tribute to the legends. We're going to be there. It's it's such an. If you have not been out for this event, it's incredible. It's a day long thing. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to meet some of your heroes, some of your icons. But um, and again, mcwprowrestling.com right now in order to get your tickets. Um, what else can we plug for you? Social media, website, shirts, anything. Yes, absolutely. You can find like my shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. You can also find me on Instagram, which is LadyRM, as well as Twitter, which is one Renee Michelle, as well as Facebook, one Renee Michelle. Awesome. Hey, Renee, we're so happy for you that you're healthy again and you're ready to get back out there. Um, we have really yes, I'm been... ready to put some heads in. Right? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go kick we some We can't heads. wait to see it. Seriously. Thank you so much for taking the time for us this week. We really appreciate it. Can't wait for tribute to the, to the legends. No, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, guys.
be your friend. Travel down the road and back, and back again. again. Back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal. You're a pal of the Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, and of course, the main event. There he is, AJ Francis. Uh, AJ, what do you have coming up? Uh, I have my album coming out in two weeks, October 4th, Free Agent. I have my album release party in Miami at FEW Pro Wrestling. Um, I, it's in Davie, Florida. I have my TLC match on October 5th, which is in, uh, I think, Coconut Creek, Florida. It's in it's in Florida by, um, like, Fort Lauderdale. Um, I have a bunch of other matches and stuff coming up, just, you know, pushing towards the album and, you know, matches I got coming up and getting ready to steal shows left and right. Um, I got Nerd Street Wrestling on September 29th in Orlando. Uh, with uh, one Tessa Blanchard. Oh, very cool. Uh, so uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a great. Can you get, it'll can, be a great couple weeks. Would you get her on the show? We sure. actually never had her on the show, which I just realized. Could you make that happen? Get her on the show. I don't know how. Uh, yeah, I'll talk to her when uh, I'll I talk have to her no the idea. Show. I don't like know her. I'm oh, just, by the I'm way, uh, the do you have a contact for Devon? Uh, I can get one. Okay, could you get one because he's coming up here soon, and so I'd like to get him on as well. Okay. Um, yeah, right. I'll get that. All right. Very good. All right, um, well, that's all coming up. And you're coming back to Primal Conflict Wrestling as well. Yeah, that'll be November 2nd at Primal Conflict Wrestling where I'll be facing Ken Dixon, who can suck a fat one. There you go. There you go. I like that. All right, um, uh, boys, we, we teased it earlier on. Uh, what in the actual fuck was that with Rusev on Monday night? What? Uh, and by the by the way, I look. I'm you know what my biggest problem with Rusev coming back the way he did is was why he's so fucking skinny now. That sucks. No, not even that. Where is his chest hair? Where? Oh, I agree. The whole thing. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Changing? Rusev looked perfect. He looked fucking perfect. Why mess with that? I do like the stash. I do too. All right. Okay, you're not wrong. I do. I don't hate the stash. But other than that, he looked fucking. <laughs> Perfect. That's my issue with the whole thing is that I like he was literally handsome Rusev. Why screw with handsome Rusev? I'm happy to have him back because Rusev is amazing, and so I want to have him back. And uh, uh, Brandon, did you tell us on the air, or off the air, that the word is that they're not like that? This is not going to be like a long term thing with him and Maria. There's Kahn. a Meltzer report that there's going to be another reveal. Okay. Um, and so it's not he's not the final person in this storyline okay then i then i'm gonna be far less offended by it uh because it's vince mcmahon that's probably the way this is all going to play out almost certainly that at the end it ends up being vince mcmahon um look i i'm not baron corbin that's who it should be oh my god it really should be baron corbin oh my (laughs) god it really should be baron corbin um let's touch on that speaking of which last week we uh i believe you i believe you his name is King Corbin. That's right. It is King Corbin. We um we hypothesized the idea of a King Corbin King Booker match at Survivor Series. Thank you to all of you who reached out to say that uh we I w- I guess it started with me. I don't remember. I was an idiot or whoever it was was an idiot. Uh, Houston is not Survivor Series. Houston is Royal Rumble. Um, now I still wouldn't. Still no problem. Right. I still wouldn't be opposed. Like the theory still works. I still think you could do King Corbin versus King Booker, and you could drag out the King Corbin I, thing. King like, what? King King Bo- King Booker, 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 Booker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King Booker. 
um, at Royal Rumble. And I still think that considering they're doing it in a stadium, they're going to want to have some big draws for Royal Rumble in Houston. So I still think that this all kind of makes sense in order to play it out. I don't think it changes the theory of what we were talking about. They run with the King Corbin character for a few months and then have Booker, who's not only involved with your like panel shows, but Brandon, you pointed out he's going to be doing the studio show as well for Fox Sports. Yes. So like you're going to be seeing a lot of Booker over the course of well, the next the, couple the months. The news keeps changing about that, though, because I just read something else that said it's going to be Renee Young and Kathy Kelly. But I mean, Booker could still be involved. That it might. The point of that might have just been to say that Kathy Kelly's involved. I don't okay. know, all but right. yeah, it's all speculation. Nothing's been officially announced. Well, Booker, yet. Booker's going to be around. You have plenty of opportunities to have Booker interact with you know Baron Corbin over the course of the next couple of months. So um, I still think this works just fine, and I think it would be awesome. So I'm in favor of it happening. Um, would you boys indulge me for a second? I'd like to uh, offer a, a short essay that I, I don't write about professional wrestling, but something hit me this week, and I am more convinced of it being a good idea than almost anything I've ever believed in before. And you're going to laugh when I say it because it's something that I would say, but I hope you hear me when I say that this isn't just about me. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt who should win the Royal Rumble this year. Our truth fucking right (laughs) i hope you know i've never said this before i've never this is not me doing a bit where i just think our truth should always win the royal rumble which would also have been fine i genuinely fucking believe our truth should win the royal rumble this year i have a couple of reasons for this one he was robbed of the 30th spot last year and i think (laughs) I think you can bring that back into storyline. and He's still I, in the Rumble. I almost think you could have him accidentally win the Royal Rumble this year. I'm not kidding. I think. Oh, yeah. He could just be in there, and then the two guys eliminate each other. Or, like, he's in there trying to dodge people with the 24-7 right. belt and accidentally eliminates someone, right? Like, there's a big elimination at the end of the match. R-Truth backs into the guy that just fucking eliminated him and accidentally wins the Royal Rumble while trying to defend the 24-7 belt. I think you could have him lose the 24-7 belt and then do a hilarious bit where he says that he's going to win the Royal Rumble and cash it in to get a match for the 24-7. Like, I think there's a million things that you can do that are so fucking perfect. And almost like have somebody say, uh, sorry, you're not allowed to do that. Like, you have to be in a championship. Like, I think there's so much that you could fucking do with R-Truth winning the Royal Rumble, and he's so goddamn hot right now that even the Smarks wouldn't be able to shit on it. Oh, no way. Everyone would flip out. Even, uh, would, there's not a single person that would have a problem with R-Truth winning the Royal Rumble. And it's, imagine, like, again, you could still do the dumb thing. Like, you could still keep the character the exact same way. And have him, like, accidentally have to be in a championship match against who? How about against John Cena at WrestleMania? How about the guy that he was in in the main event with? Now, he versus John Cena in a championship match at WrestleMania. Tell me how that's not fucking amazing and everybody wouldn't be in love with that moment. By the way, I'm only in if they bring back little Jimmy, though. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm in favor of Little Jimmy. I'm in favor. Oh, my God. What if fucking Little Jimmy won the 24-7 belt? What if fucking 
fucking R-Truth lost the belt to Little Jimmy at some point. Like, there was a count and everything. Can we talk about how amazing those segments were with Glenn they're, Jacobs? They're so fucking amazing because they're all amazing. <laughs> but these were, like, really good. Like, can we... I know that he has a real job now, but can't we just get, like, dorky Glenn Jacobs as a character instead of Kane? I, I mean... Like, this is why Corporate Kane was so amazing. Corporate Kane I still got was it. one of the most <laughs> incredible fucking characters in WWE history. Um, yeah, when he won the title, in, I still got it. Yeah. He runs out of, fucking, the, of the football he, he wrestled in slacks. Like, I love Kane. Um, and then Real Kane was on the show. Yes, correct. And then Real Kane showed up, spurred on by the encouragement from R-Truth. R-Truth encouraged him, and he said, you know what? I'm going to go beyond the show. Um... I, I'm not, guys, it's not shtick for me. I genuinely fucking believe that R-Truth winning the Royal Rumble is the thing that has to happen. Like, it's so fucking perfect and can By be the way, so well you know done. who the perfect person to be the last one eliminated is? Uh, it's so obvious, man. Come on. A, a li- or Drake. No. Because I don't think you can sell Drake. Who? Baron Corbin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has to happen. How yeah, fucking wonderful would it be if Baron Corbin, not realizing that R Truth was ever even in the Royal Rumble because he's been having yes, to, to exactly. like he like dipped under the ropes because he's running around trying to defend no, the twenty four seven. He goes belt. under the ring. Right. Well, whatever. Someone chases him under the ring. Right. He comes up from the other side and pushes him out. Baron Corbin celebrates what he believes to be winning the Royal Rumble. Right. Like he's standing there. Everybody's pissed off. He's celebrating winning. And out of nowhere, as he's celebrating, R Truth fucking backs into him and accidentally eliminates him. Or he could like pull down the rope just trying to walk in the ring and Baron Corbin falls over the back of the ropes or something. Anything. Anything. It would be the greatest moment in Royal Rumble history. The fucking place would lose its goddamn shit. As soon as you saw him, people would lose their shit. Correct. A baseball stadium's worth of people would celebrate like like fucking any moment in the history of professional wrestling. Listen, yeah. if you told me two years ago that this was possible, I'd be like, no. But not only has R Truth had one of the best years of his career, Kofi Kingston also won the WWE title at WrestleMania. So now I believe that any of these guys could do that. Well, I mean, look, I, I, again, part of, like, we, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> <laughs> I said these guys. I didn't say you people. I don't know. Sounds <laughs> off. I didn't mean black guys. I meant marginalized characters close. that haven't given the shot. Oh, marginalized. Uh, I mean marginalized black people? guys with dreads. Marginalized people? Any of them? Can? <laughs> God, that is wonderful. Um, look, dude. I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I, by saying it, I'm guaranteeing that it can't possibly happen, right? There's no way I can speak it into existence. Although we do know that they have listened to our ideas before. They listen to us, man. This is the this they is definitely listen to me in their booking of the undisputed era. This is the most logical thing they could ever do. It would create one of the greatest moments in the history of professional wrestling. And again, no one would be mad about John Cena versus R Truth for a belt at WrestleMania. That would be perfect. perfect. Unfortunately, do you know what I think the more likely scenario would be if he did win the Royal Rumble and or title? What? He would get fed to like the fiend or something. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be ideal. That wouldn't be the way that I wanted to go. But like that's probably Are you the kidding mo- like, me. 
Are you kidding me? You telling me the Fiend and our Truth segments wouldn't be the oh, greatest? Oh, they would be the, the greatest segments ever. I just wouldn't want it to end with the Fiend, you know, smashing him at WrestleMania. Like that would be in two seconds. Yeah, that would be a huge disappointment if that's what we got to. But yes, the fucking content that we would get out of it would be because <laughs> I mean, our Truth would... would literally believe he's two different guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how amazing it would be. He'd be like, he would think that the Firefly guy and the Fiend were two different people. A thousand percent accurate. A thousand percent true. Please let that happen. All right, we uh we have a vote from uh, Aaron. He has named, and it's definitive. He agreed with one of us. He agreed with AJ Francis, and so our match of the week is Leo Rush and Oni Lorcan. So, Man, uh, my predicting skills are great this not, week. Not bad. Uh, I believe that would be the first points for either of those guys this year. Yes, it is. All right, so both end up on the table after that ends up being our vote for match of the week. All right, uh, anything that we haven't covered that we need to cover? I saved my silver bullet for the end of the show. Oh, God. Oh, I don't. Am I just going to lose my shit? I mean, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but not, you know, more so once we find out what the actual content is going to be. So when is Hell in a Cell, guys? What's uh, the date? Hell in a Cell Octo- is right around Halloween, right? It's October 6th, I believe. Oh, it's, it's significantly earlier. Sorry, I did not realize that. I didn't either until I just looked that up, which makes this less... It's still annoying, but it's a little less... When's Survivor Series? Survivor Series... Uh, also, by the way, this is not only Lorcan's first points. Oh, oh yeah, he did have. They had him at. You're right. You're right. So Survivor yeah, Series is Oni on Lorcan is, uh, Sunday, November twenty fourth. Wow, good for Oni. Wow. Lorcan. Oh yeah, because the tag matches. Yep. November twenty fourth is the date for Survivor Series. Guys, we've got a pay per view between those two. Oh, is it fucking Crown Crown Jewel or whatever? It is. It's- it's Night of Champions, the one night of the year where all the titles are defended. <laughs> it's, it's the greatest some, Night of Champions some in the have, history of Some have said it's a pay-per-view on par, if not better than, Clash of Champions. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, tell you what's going to get, I tell you what's going to make you have to watch that. They're going to so, have it. They're going to have it. Hang on, you're, let, you're ruining my bit. You're going to have to watch Greatest Night of Champions because on the card, I just heard Cameron Grimes. (laughs) Cameron Grimes will win the random battle royal for no reason. No doubt. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, October 31st, in this place called Riyadh, I don't know where that is. It's a, uh, um, it's a, it could be anywhere, really, when you think about it. I think Riyadh, to me, is really a place in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, which old guy are we getting at this? Hopefully, King Booker. Goldberg? Well, no, you know the answer. It's going to be Kane versus The Fiend. I mean that like that's the oh there you go yeah Kane versus the Fiend is definitely happening there like there's no doubt about that um, <laughs> so, Kane's, so Kane's, you're saying this Kane reemergence was not completely random no Kane is absolutely facing the Fiend because he's already <laughs> taken the money once right like he already did it a year ago so he's a thousand percent going to do it again he clearly doesn't think right it's because affect- last year was DX versus the Brothers of Destruction exactly right so there, he has no problem taking the cash. Um, Did John Cena compete on this show too? He competed on the first one. 
versus Triple H, right? Was that the first one? Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah, last year was Shinsuke versus Rusev, Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton, The Miz and Jeff Hardy, Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley, Ziggler versus So Kurt many Angle. of the people, literally half of the people you just named are not currently on TV. I know, I know. Dolph Ziggler versus Kurt Angle, The Bar versus... Wait, why was the big show with the bar? That's kind of weird. Because he just joined them because, because he wanted he was, the money. Day, like, that was the yes, most, they were because it was a chance for him to get some money. That's exactly right. your answer. <laughs> the Miz versus Rey Mysterio. Wait, the Miz fought twice. Oh, World yeah, Cup! Good. World Cup! Oh uh, my God! The world best Cup in the world. Yeah, the best in the world. Shane McMahon's got to defend his crown. That absolutely has to happen. <laughs> Shane McMahon defeated Dolph Ziggler. Fair. Yep. That's, um, that's Brock Lesnar defeated Braun Strowman because the all oh, because the title was vacant. That's but, right. But that's when Brock, Brock came for, back and won the belt. To your point, there'll be somebody besides Kane. Like it won't just be Kane. It would probably. I mean, Goldberg could get another match. Like you know, he he do right. it. He has no shame. So like they would do that. But there there will be. It won't just be Kane. Kane will definitely. There's no doubt. Kane versus the Fiend will be a match. Um, and I guess at that point will be. A you match. know we're gonna get. You know we're gonna get uh, Shane versus Taker again, right? Oh God, you're probably right about that. Well, no, but Shane has to defend his belt. He's got to defend the best in the world. What are you talking against about? Against the Undertaker. Against the Undertaker. Oh, it's Shane versus the Undertaker for the best in the world. Who is the best of the underworld? God damn it! God damn it! So true. You know what would? You know what would? I mean, and this is this is what sucks because like there are things you could do on that show that would pop a real crowd, but like the crowd is so weird that like the crowd's not weird. They're just they're just like. Riyadh, I don't know where it is, but it's kind of like a doing place, a show in it's Tuscaloosa, a place in your Alabama, heart. <laughs> where they're going to cheer for the good guys really loud, and they're going to oh, cheer, right. and they're going to boo the bad guys. Yeah, that's true. That is a good point. It'll be a lot because I was going to say, like, I would love to see a moment where like Shane McMahon just gets fed to the fiend. Yeah, but it's, it's not. Oh, that would pop them for sure. It would, but it's not going to happen. Like, the, you, you know, they set that up on Monday night. Like, you know, that's exactly why they did all of that. Like, yes, it's because they wanted The Fiend to take out another legend, but this sets itself up perfectly. Now you can you can do a, a literally a fucking championship match. You can have Kane I was just saying, it could be for the title. In a title match um, at, at, what is this thing called? What, I mean, crown, crown Jewel. Crown Champions. Crown of, crowning of Champions. The greatest crowning. The um, Night of Jewels. The Night of Jewels. I like hey, that, you, can, you can literally call this pay-per-view. <laughs> you could literally... Man, I need to... Van Dam, this this bit I'm about to do. You could literally call this pay per view New Mercy, No Mercy. Uh, you could, you could make this No Mercy. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking awful. That is Boom. so awful. That is the worst thing. That is a. You know what? That's how we end. Wow. All right, get your plugs in. We're not doing better than that. That's how we end the show. <laughs> At AJ Francis four one zero, right? That's how people can follow you on Twitter. Yep. There follow you go. me, Brandon. Go ahead quickly. I'm at Brandon Linton on Twitter, uh, at Rams Head Live. We've got a bunch of shows coming up, uh, whatever. Pay Go attention. check out our website to yeah. see what else is coming Pay up. Pay attention. <laughs> act like Clark Radio. No <laughs> thanks to thanks. We'll to- see you at No Mercy 2019. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, for, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. Vent. Wait, they don't want to call it Great Balls of Fire? Greatest Balls of Fire? <laughs> oh my god, no mercy. AJ, what a line. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out.
Sorry. No mercy.